This podcast is brought to you by Rebecca Castles of the Rising Dawn series. Do you like violence? Do you like smut? Are you tired of the stereotypical novels of werewolf romance out there and want something a little bit different? Then pick up Sparked Revolution, book one in the Rising Dawn series by Rebecca Castles. Available on Amazon, in Kindle and paperback. You too can become a sponsor of Stories to True and the Fiction by heading on over to buymeacoffee.com slash sttatf or follow the link in the show notes. Hello and welcome to Stories, the True and the Fiction, the podcast that revolves around one central theme, stories and the people that tell them. We'll talk about movies, TV shows, video games, historical events and weird news headlines. There's really no topic we won't touch. But it doesn't stop there. If you've got a story, something funny or random that may have happened to you or a friend, send it to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. Until then, it's story time. Memoirs of a Sperm 10th of May, 2004 Look around you. In the bride and ball sack, we have a future doctor, a future lawyer, a butcher, baker, candlestick maker, all future humans, Jews and Gentiles alike. All brightens. Now out there in the world, some may face indifference due to our contrary personality for hating on things that are lacked, only so we can say that we hated it first. But few of me, that's all gone. We are here, where we are about to leave, from the balls to the shaft of death where you'll watch the tail of the sperm next to you as he'll watch yours. And you will not care for what job he does or from whom his favorite turtle is. They say we're going home. Well, we're going to what home could potentially be. Let us understand the situation. We are going against a battle against a determined egg. And I can't promise that you'll be formed alive. But I swear, by here, by Almighty God, that I'll be the first sperm out of the shaft, and I'll be the last to leave, dead or potentially alive. We will come home together. On the 10th of May, 2004, one million sperm met their deaths into a piece of toilet paper. After Jamie Bryden watched Kate Beckinsale in leather pants and a sexy accent in the Van Helsing premiere. Welcome everyone to Stories, the true and the fictional. I am, of course, the war historian Chris Park. I'm, of course, joined by the man, the myth, the legend himself, destroyer of all of a, of a million lies. J.A. Bryden, how are you going, sir? Wow. Um Wow. Okay. Uh Chris, uh, <laughs> they were ready for hey, battles, sir. They were him. ready. Hang him. Hey. Future doctors, future lawyers obliterated. 
Well, there are the Brighton lawyers. Um, I was going to say, look, bri- they're Brighton compensation lawyers. And, and where's the banjo makers? There's Brighton banjos as well. Um, but I have a serious question. How, how often do you think of my balls? I mean, ooh, you've, been, you've been, that sounds like you've been working on that speech for a long time. I, I, I actually had a completely different one in mind. And then I was going through my YouTube feed and the We Were Soldiers speech popped up. And I just watched that, and I just and I got really inspired. I was just going, you know what? And you thought I, I want to do I want to do a We Were Soldiers speech, but how would I do that in the context of the podcast? And then for, for you know, <laughs> and and for some reason, the concept yeah. of human males and potential humans, you know, of the million sperm, one wins, and it's a and it's an interesting concept. And so from that birth, this the tale of of of. of of the death of a million sperm because you can't keep your keep it together with Kate Beckinsale on the screen. Because I remember when we first saw that movie, Jamie. I remember back in the day. And oh. I must say, as a as a gay man, even I could be tempted by that. <laughs> Not only Van Helsing, but Underworld as well. Oh, um, dude, yes, absolutely. Yeah, like, oh, as, that... a, as, as a man who who likes to. Commander Cavill over your your right shoulder there, Chris. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, like even even I have to admit, damn. <laughs> yeah. Like, see, on that, <laughs> Underworld was the definition of how you do a female lead character. Oh, yeah. She was a badass, yeah. but she was still like the like the, the iconic scene when she first jumps off the building, and then the way she sort of like does this like mm-hmm. like skipping land where she's sort of like she doesn't do the superhero landing. She just sort of like does this like stance as she lands. It's a, yeah. like, and it's 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 just you know it's just, it's some it's a, it's awesome. And I was like, going, man, as soon as that happens, I'm going, yep, this movie's awesome. You hear a voice that's now been echoing out. <laughs> we have, of course, joined by a man who's traveled far and wide. He was sent after being hit by a bus in Japan, as old men do, into an into a fantasy world where he was overpowered because of a special skill given to him by a goddess. He saved the world and has now returned to us. With the memories of a thousand lifetimes, Ryan D. Haig, how are you going, sir? Yes, yes, I have. I have been. Um, I have returned from that wonderful, wonderful false world where the government care about you and <laughs> and, and love and. No, no, I, I've come. I've come back. I've come back a libertarian. No, oh, I, yes. I, 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 I mean, I was. I was almost leaning towards that before I went into into Arkham Asylum or Westmead Hospital, as I call it. <laughs> Uh, but yes, yes, I am here. I have returned. I'm sorry, guys, that I haven't been on for a couple of weeks. I've just done That's a right. seven weeks stint in Westmead Hospital, but I am back and ready to go. Yeah, seven weeks stint in Arkham Asylum, yes. waiting for Batman to waiting for Batman. Batman to be, didn't come. Didn't come. No, not even, not even no. a visit. Not even, not even a, a visit. Not even a single visit. No, no. Did, didn't even but, drop someone off. You know. No, I didn't even drop. Well, I didn't see any drop offs, and I did spend a bit of time out the front because. That's mm. the only time I could get some peace, but uh, no, no drop-offs, no, 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 not even George Clooney. Um, oh. So you know, I, I mean, I would have, I would have accepted Val Kilmer. You know, I would have even taken a hug from Clooney, but no, obviously not important enough. Not, but, um, not important yeah. enough for a Clooney Batman. That is, that, that yeah. is a, that is a, that is a indictment against the government. That that you mm. know. That we yeah. you're not even important enough for for George Clooney. That's just and that, that's saying mm. something. But yeah, look, Christmas, Christmas in hospital. You know, nothing much changes. I got a Tim Tam instead of a Scotch finger biscuit at morning tea. That was about it. 
Um, oh, they but, rolled out but, the full cup. They rolled, they rolled out, out of the stuff. It, it was a branded Tim Tam, not oh. like a cold knockoff or anything. Um, Mercy, so they splurged on the big bucks. They, they most certainly did. But speaking of the Underworld movies, actually, because I had nothing but time on my hands, actually just watched all of all five of them in hospital <laughs> again. Um, nice. Yeah, man, they still hold up. And hold then up. you're right. That That is how you do a strong female hero or heroine, I should say. Um, yep. Yeah, man. Nothing but respect for that. Like, considering those movies came out like 20 years ago, yep. um, the, they still that, hold up. That movie, Mila Jodovic's um, Resident Evil, yes. there's a few other ones around that time. And then they went yep. like, but Jennifer Lawrence is the first female action you know, oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Well, I, did, I, watched, I watched all the Resident Evil movies again too while I was in hospital. And yeah, yep. again, she... she right. Great Even films. though they're not they're not great adaptations, that's yes. how you do a strong female. Uh, yeah, look, uh, do they represent Resident Evil well? No, no. but are they still just good films. Yeah, yeah, like yeah they're, definitely. They're, 100%. They're, they're, they're good, solid action films. Yep. Um, but obviously, like the Resident Evil plot is somewhat insane. Like, yes, it is. It's like we're going to infect the world with the zombie virus. Why? Profit. Yeah. <laughs> we're an evil we're an evil it's just it's basically it's basically an evil corp, money grabbing corporation instead of the catholic church like in role jrpg hey but there's yeah. nothing more solid <laughs> than the evils of the western catholic church to a japanese rpg developer and, and like like, and like it is that's uh, honestly and, and, and that, and it's some like we were talking when we when my last episode where we spoke with martin kearns Nothing like Final Fantasy X, where they literally name the villain Sin, is is that evident, <laughs> and it's saved by a, a the, the the religion of Spira, because um, mm-hmm. I just I replayed that in hospital as well, and I'm like, wow, this, what Martin was saying is actually quite true, <laughs> in, in retrospect, <laughs> in this game where your villain is actually called Sin, and you're working with the the religion of all of Spira to take down Sin. I'm um, just yep. like, all you need is a few altar boy scandals and you've got the Catholic no, Church. But it's even it's even worse. The mega pope wants to get with your girl in that Yeah, exactly. That, yeah. Seymour, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The mega pope <laughs> wants to get yeah. with your girl and you're like going, oh, yeah. oh. And it's like going, well, yeah, because you're a memory. It's like going, oh, well, well, yeah. that's memoryist of you. Not yeah, exactly. just because I'm not a living human doesn't mean I... Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't exist. That means nothing. But yeah, oh, man. That, that was... Uh, play, replaying that in hospital, I thought, wow, this actually is... You know what? You know what? You know what's really fucking stupid uh, and what's annoying that? for me is that Final Fantasy X two. So okay, hear me out. So <laughs> yeah, that has within its core <laughs> this amazing story of Yuna not giving up and just yep. pushing through and going. I'm going to find him regardless of everything. And yep. but. In order to get that ending, you had to do really stupid. You had to hundred percent it. So it wasn't one of those games that it's actually not one of the games that it's like going like oh you know a hundred percent to be like you get like a like a solid a solid like uh, like a special like trophy. It's like going no no. no. If you want the story, yeah, you need a hundred percent. And yeah. when I was young, when I was playing it the first time, I didn't know I had to 100% it. And so I was going, why am I playing this Charlie's Angels sort of like yeah. knockoff thing where they're all like being silly, they're all like dancing, they're doing mm-hmm. a concert. And I realized because I wasn't actually finding the story pieces. And so yeah. then I was missing all this like amazing in-depth story about like what's happening. And like, yeah. And then, so then I was going, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to go online and watch like, I was like, like a three-hour video of all like the cutscenes mm-hmm. for the true ending. 
I was watching going, this is amazing. Yep. This, mm. And even, and even when she finds him at the end, I was like in tears going like, you didn't give up. You didn't give up. Yep. And you, I was like going, this is how it should be. What game were they thinking of when they... <laughs> well, a lot of... Uh, Final Fantasy X2 gets a lot of heat. From a lot of play, a lot of um, a lot of seasoned gamers, and yeah. and I actually like it. I, mm. I like it. It is because it steps away from the traditional JP, JRPG. You've still got the, you know, the 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 active battle system. Yeah. Um. So it's not like that you can't Final Fantasy sixteen, but the people got annoyed by the whole dress sphere thing. Whereas instead of the, which it, I mean, if the core of Final Fantasy is a job system, yeah, and essentially the the dress, the, the, it, it's a dress sphere instead of yeah. a job. Yeah. Um, a lot of people got annoyed with that, but I, I like you. I was one of those people who I actually played it through. I, I, I'm like, well, where's what you know? We're, we're trying to find Titus. Where's the story? And then I went went to the old gamefacts.com. Yeah. yeah. Uh, printed out on my dot matrix printer the um the walkthrough. Yep, yep. And and did it and did it, it you know step by step and yeah that's the game. Yeah, because if you do it, if you do it as it's designed to do it, yeah. it's like yes, there are silly moments, but they're like that's just the temp- yeah. typical Japanese game. But then there are these amazing sort of like, like like there's a scene, the song that which is a thousand words, which is again, which is still one of my favorite sort of songs. And you see the flashback of like um, the girl, like um, the that sort of look like you know the one like the ties how they sort of died and, and thing. Yeah, and and there's this and there's all this context there that you don't get, and they actually yeah. tell you the story of how they met. But you had to do a certain things prior to that. But the version I first played was like, "What a great song!" Moving yeah. along, <laughs> I was going like, "The hell! What the hell happened there? Where's all the? Where's all the emo-? like? Yeah, anyway. So we'll go around to get on what we've been doing and and the usual thing. But I, I do want I do want to air a grievance day. Uh, I think I think I think it's I think it's worthwhile um, to air my to air, air this grievance, air, air the struggles of one's one of one's life. So I decided recently that um, I don't have, I didn't have a credit card because I was like going eh. I was like, but you know, I need maybe I need a credit card for like absolute extreme emergencies like you know just in case just in case something happens. So so, so I applied for one. I went online and I was like oh, I don't care. So I randomly chose a company, applied for it, and they said what's your limit? And I said like I don't know like the max like whatever whatever you think I can do. So I submitted the form, and then a few hours later they called me. And said, "Hi, you know, oh, you know, well, amazing, yeah, yeah, all good. We'll, we'll get it. We'll get back to you within within twenty four hours, easily. Yeah, yeah, awesome." And they were excited. Then, like you know, and then it came to like twenty four hours, and they hadn't gone back to me. Then they called me again, saying, "Oh, sorry, the systems issues." Like, "Oh, so yeah, all good." The next day, they called me again, saying, "You yeah, don't worry, you yeah, we, we, absolutely, we, 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 you know, it's all good. We absolutely want, to, you know, everything's going well. Like, you know, we, we we really appreciate you coming up to sign with us, and you know, blah blah." blah. And then they send me the then they send a credit card, and I was like going. Am I a joke to you? Am I <laughs> am I a joke to you that you think that because of my income, I'm only worth to you a credit limit of sixty nine thousand four hundred, not seventy thousand? Am I an absolute like? Am I Jeez. an absolute joke to you that you think of I'm worth so little to you? Wow. The problems of the white man are real, and I wanted yes. to I wanted to <laughs> I wanted to air my white problems out on this podcast. Well, as, as someone as someone who used to work for one of the big four banks, um, in the credit card department where we yep. actually authorize and approve limits, mm-hmm. I know how much dick needs to be sucked to get that kind of credit card limit. Uh, we're talking CEO. 
Dream I jobs. I just went, here's my income. And they went, yeah, no, and they were falling all over me. That's how it worked. I remember back in the day when I used to work for the big four, and I won't say which bank, but and it's not that one. Um, <laughs> but um, but I, I, I applied for one as well. I thought, look, I want one for emergencies for my car. If the yep, car yep. breaks down, yep. I just want one with a thousand dollar limit. And there is a they got to a space where you can select the limit. I said, I want a thousand dollars. I got approved. Here's eleven thousand dollars. And I said, no. <laughs> I called them up and I said, can you reduce the limit down to fifteen hundred for me, please? Mm. And they're like, oh, why? I said, I said, one, I'm a 21-year-old male, a single yeah, male yeah. who lives at home. I don't trust myself. Can you please lower the limit down to 1,500? And then there's a negotiation back and forth. They're like, how about we do six grand? And I said, no, please, please, uh, please, 1,500. That's all I, I figured. What I did was I went to my mechanic, mate, and I said, look, if something went wrong with my car, what's the worst-case situation? And they yep. said, look, about 1,300 bucks. Otherwise, it's not worth fixing. I said, yep. okay, cool. So let's do 1500 And then, yeah, it was like a it was like a back and forth, a half an hour conversation to get them to lower the limit to $1,500. So, mm-hmm. I tell you, I tell you. Man, welcome seriously. to White People Problems yeah, Podcast, people where we problem. talk about the problems that we as white people experience on a daily basis, the the, yeah. the, the, the reverse discrimination that we receive. Because it, 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 but, it's, it's horrendous. But, it's, but you know... As as white person problems, we we are quite diverse because we have three different income levels of white people. Yeah. We're, 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 we're covering yeah. all the whites. That's yeah. right. We're covering. Yeah. We're covering. Yeah. Well, that, that's, thank that's, that's thank you for right. bringing that up. As Upper white class, people, middle class, and definitely lower class. At the we are what as white people, we are not a monolith. We are you know we're yeah. all different. There's there's different types of whites. Yeah. And so I think it's very important to understand that I'm one type of white. You're another type of white. Ryan's another type of white. And yep. I'd say I'm more middle class than upper, Jamie. So like, it really depends on where you des- how you define the brackets. Upper well, you, middle, you two, maybe. You, 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 two can, you, you two can fight over the top ranking, right? <laughs> I'll just I'll just sit here. I'll just sit here in my unable to work because I only have one leg at the moment. Uh, problems. I'm lower class, clearly. And 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 clearly, only one of us has a credit card for sixty nine. <laughs> Yeah, true. No, sixty nine thousand four hundred. I actually think when they and now that thinking about that limit that they've given you, I think that's quite racist towards white people. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that maybe if you um, if you played on your true heritage, you might have been able to get that extra six hundred bucks. Exactly. Oh yeah, Mm -hmm. like absolutely. Uh, Like so, I would go as far as say you're being discriminated against. Funny, funny, funny enough, Ryan. I was thinking about you. I said like if I got one for like maybe like a thousand or so, two thousand or just you know. In case I had to like an emergency thing, and then that, yeah. that's all. That's all, honestly, that's all I was thinking of as well. <laughs> like that's that's the amount yeah. I was actually thinking of. Sixty nine. I didn't even think they could do like I. I suppose you've got celebrities and stuff that have those unlimited budget. No, celebrities have the unlimited I'm ones where they basically go like, you know, the celebrities would have like an unlimited one, and then and then you know, then I went on. I was actually curious. So then I was going, what does wonder what my credit score actually is? Just in yeah. curiosity. And it was a few points. It was a few points off the top score. Going again, white people problems. They're they're they're, they're yeah, discriminating no. against me for some un, for some blemish. Some again mm. perceived blemish against me as a white person. This is all again. But how does it feel to to know that you could put a deposit on a house with your credit card? <laughs> again, <laughs> I, I'm concerned because do I trust myself? And again, to your point, oh, yeah. do I trust myself enough? No. I don't think I, I think I'm going to reduce it down because I'm you just like going to. like. 
I like. I just uh, do not trust myself. Just, uh, before you do that, can I borrow it? Well, that, that's how the banks get you. <laughs> yeah, that's how they get you because, yeah. like, how you you just spend you you spend a thousand and go, oh, that's all right. I can pay the thousand back, and then yeah, something yeah. will happen, and you won't. You'll just pay the minimum or you pay the interest back, yeah. and then that's like that's what they taught us in in this big four bank, beginning yeah. with a. W. Um, and and that's how they taught you. That's that exactly. That's how they taught you. They said you you give them a higher limit than what they experience. And they said seven out of ten people won't even question it. They won't call up and lower the limit. Yeah. Or we'll make our hold time so long that they won't want to continue to hold through to actually reduce the limit. And the only way you can reduce the limit is by calling up. Yep. So and then they get and you go oh look it's only three thousand or it's only five thousand yeah, and then one thing after another like a whole bunch of little things add up mm. and then you, now you're in debt for five grand that you have to spend maybe the next five or ten years paying off. Mm. Yeah, yeah. See, I've never, I've never had, I've never had a credit card. Mm. So I, I had one once and it was the worst thing I ever had. Um, I got rid of it uh, as soon as I started getting serious about life. Um, I oh, that was the one I was talking about, the fifteen hundred dollar limit. I maxed it yeah. out because I, as I said, I went to the comic shop one day and just thought, you know what, well, fuck it. Uh, you have, no, because you do. You have a you have a bad day, and yeah. when you're single, you're like, what do I what do I, I want to feel happy? And retail therapy sometimes helps. So I got I paid it off and I got rid of it and I refused mm. to take any kind of credit card ever again. Honestly, uh, I, I think that. you know as we move on to the financial section of the white people podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, welcome I, to the, welcome think, to the bare, barefoot <laughs> investor. Yeah, I think not having one like if you can live without it, it's, it's good. Mm. But you know, Definitely. there are some th- there are certain times and where you know things just have to happen, and it's, yeah. so, so it's always good to have that safety net. I mean, yep. you know, Jamie's got screw you in your book money, and they just you know, they're sitting on you know piles and piles <laughs> of money. <laughs> Excuse me, it's 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 not that much. Trust trust piles me. Well, and piles. Like your last monthly figures that you shared with us in terms of how many books you sold was quite no, impressive. Yeah. I was then, impressed by that. Then I realised that was Christmas, so that's you know. That doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who's buying it, mate. It doesn't yep. matter. Doesn't matter when it, yeah, the money the money's still coming in. Large piles of emu money. Just yeah. now, just, now I'm just what? waiting to get paid. You know, well, have they not done <laughs> yeah. that yet? Yeah. No. What? It don't, didn't you mention they pay you in monthly increments or something? Six monthly. Six monthly. They're like well past. You should probably email them now. They're, they're yeah. well past the, the, the. That's sitting on. The they're ball. making money off that interest. That's sitting in a. Back to the financial podcast. That's sitting in yeah. a high, high interest bonus saver or something. <laughs> and they're getting like uh, $5 a month. Off that, mm. and they're just going, yeah. This is how we build our global empire. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I think it's time that you yeah. chase them down for that because, um, yeah, you know, chase them down like those emus chase down those pesky white people. Wait, let me let me let me because let me let me put my Italian on. See, <laughs> the wife has been most vocal about the subject. Where is the emu book money? Where is the emu <laughs> book money? And so forth, and and so on. And I've been telling her that. Hey, forget about it. He's good for it. Trust me, he's good for it. And she goes, you're breaking your mother's heart. And then I was like, oh, mama, I'm breaking my mother's heart. (laughs) And so I ask again, Jane Bryden, my friend and and consigliere, where is the emu book money? I have been been patient. (laughs) I ask you this. I, I ask you this on the day of my daughter's wedding. You come to me, you ask a favor. 
Know that I will do this for you, but I will one day call upon your services. When the two hands get involved, that's when it's yeah, well, yeah. yeah, you know, no, you you know you're a dead man in the mafia. If, if the mafia's out doing yeah. with their hands, you know you're a dead man. Like this is a... and that's the plot for Godfather Four. There you go. That's how that's how it starts. That's how, that is how it starts. Now, Ryan, <laughs> so Ryan, you're um. Have you at all? I'm not sure if you because I know I know that you said you were interested in it before, but I was actually like, yeah, wondering had you um at all gotten into the uh, Disney remake of the Percy Jackson and uh, series? Yes, I have. Um, and so far I'm up to episode six, which is the one that came out this week, which I'll be watching this evening after this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, as someone who loved, who, who was a fan of the movie, and that's why I'm asking. Who, I, I, I yeah, want to know: should I watch it or like what yes. is the yeah? The answer is yes because I uh, this this is more. I, I'm happy it got a uh, series because it can go more in depth for the books. So yeah. basically, the first season is based on the first book, which Lightning is Percy Thief, Jackson, yeah. The Lightning Thief. Yeah. Um, fantastic casting. Um, I, I really, really hate to say this for Disney, but great CGI. Ooh. Um. The the monsters and the gods and 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 the effects involved around this, um, yeah. Look, it's it's on my go to. I'm I'm watching it once a week as soon as it comes yeah, out. Like I, I had heard Thursday. there's 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 a there's a person I follow on YouTube, Magic by Michaela. She's like a a girl who then talks about books and does like funny skits about like the difference between like characters in books versus their movie counterparts and like yeah plays up the huge difference. And she talks yeah. about how often she talked about how Percy Jackson's that is like this basically a sociopath and it's like going like. I don't care. Yeah, fucking kill me. Whatever. Like, yeah. yeah. And I was going, okay. And but she said she she thought that the she loved the series. She said some of the, even the changes they made were actually good changes in her mind. Yes. Like, and so I was like, going, oh, fuck. Okay, yeah. maybe I should check this out. But then I know that you're also a fan, so I was like, I want oh, to make sure I want to definitely understand and, from and, your side. And what they're not what they're not afraid to do is cast a young Percy Jackson. That's oh. what they didn't do in the movie. They didn't. So basically, Percy Jackson starts off. He's only twelve. 12, 13, Max. Yep, yep. Uh, what they made the mistake in the movie of doing is casting, obviously, as Hollywood do, casting an older person to play younger. And then when they wanted to do a sequel, they were like in yeah. their 30s. And then and he's had the, yeah, he's hit <laughs> puberty. And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but no, this is, I, I'm, I'm honestly enjoying it. Um, it does the Disney thing of starting off with the first episode being an hour, then it slowly drops off as you go through the season. But you don't really notice it because they're not trying to cram too much into one episode. Um, so I, I'm enjoying it. As someone who's a, a massive fan of Rick Riordan, who wrote the book uh, of the of the two movies, I'm I'm loving it. And with, because I love it, it will probably get cancelled after season one. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, look, see, it's, it's the best Disney that I've watched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's the thing: because it was so small, I know, and I know how this conversation is going to go. I, 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 we know Disney mm-hmm. so well. It was so small. They went, okay, here's some money, make the show. I don't yeah. care. This was a Fox property. Wasn't one of ours. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Then people are going to like it. And then the Disney are going to wait, people like it. We need to change it. We need to change it to make our agenda. Yeah, how can we exactly. How can we fuck with it? And then they go, oh, why did it fail? Oh, what happened? So we know this story. We've seen it well, play that, out a right. thousand times. In watching it, in watching it and noticing, and, and that IGN comments came to my head about One Piece, uh, too much like the source material. Uh, and that's what got me worried because it is actually pretty much like, Word yep. for word, the source material. Mm-hmm. So I do worry for a season two. Um, but as I said, like, well, I'll just, I'll 
while we're talking about what we've watched, there were three three shows, mm, yep. three seasons of shows that I watched while I was in hospital. Okay, so Percy Jackson was one of them. Yep. Um, on this is found on Binge in Australia, uh, but Peacock in the states. I watched the the series of prequel of Ted. Ooh. Um, oh, oh my, I, I heard I hear it's quite good. One hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, I watched it in a day. It is that good. I hear. Is, I I've heard that it's like excellent. That it's just like it's it, it's, it, it's, it's it's the it's Peacock Peacock slash NBC's um, biggest streaming show since the network's incursion. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, um, people keep saying it was actually quoted in an article: better CGI than anything Disney could dream up. Um, oh man, <laughs> people just get taking shots at Disney. It's just well, constantly. Seth, just... Seth MacFarlane did. Seth MacFarlane did. Um, 44 hours of motion capture um, for Ted, like because he plays the, the character of Ted, um, 44 yeah. hours of motion capture yeah. um, for these two. And, and it's an eight-episode. Mainly walking on his knees, though, you know. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> but like, I, I rate that. That, for me, was a, was a uh, that's probably a 9 out of 10 for me. Excellent. Um, being a fan of the movies. And then in saying that, I also watched Echo. Which is one that I was waiting for because of the Daredevil connections. Street is how level how stuff. is that? Um, surprisingly good. Mm. Um, the internet community doesn't agree with me, which leads me to believe that I'm right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it is, I, I messaged Jamie after I watched the first three episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched the first three episodes back to back because the whole season dropped at once. Um, you don't. And I, what I like about this, it doesn't do what She-Hulk does and make you wait six freaking episodes for Daredevil. Daredevil's in it within the first five minutes. Oh, so, um, so then learnt. Yeah. So, so, and so. And a, a traditional Daredevil, it's red suit Daredevil, not yellow suit Daredevil. Also, they've learnt um, even more. They, like, they've actually yeah. bothered to like... Oh, they have. And look, I must say, um, I have not. An, I could no more praise for Vincent D'Orfano at Kingpin. I want more and more and more and more of him of Kingpin. Yeah. Um, he plays the role perfectly, as you were reading from a comic book. Um, the girl that plays Echo, um, who, as we know, is a deaf superhero slash assassin. Yep. Um, is I don't really waste too much time delving into her backstory. He gets probably about ten minutes in the first episode. Yep. In terms of like, because she's Native American, Native American, so they go yep, through yep, all of yep. that thing, but they don't push it in your face. They don't shove it in you, going, "Hey, look, she's this good because she's Native American." They're just saying, "Hey, this is how she grew up." Okay. Um, yeah, I, I, I've finished it. I loved it. I probably it's probably the best thing I've seen Marvel wise since Guardians. And I've watched it. Unfortunately, for this podcast, I have watched it all, including the Marvels. We told which you not a, to. Which is the Marvels, we the Marvels don't you. even get. It. No, but I wanted to do it for the podcast. And look, I was high on, I was high on um, Endone in hospital, and uh, uh, yeah, look, it it was rubbish. It was absolute rubbish. It's not even worth it. It's not even getting a point five out of ten for me. Um, but I've watched it all, including Loki. Loki was good, but Echo is actually. It reminds me a lot of the Marvel Netflix shows, which is what I'm missing. Um, it's all street level stuff, none of this, you know, let's save the world and all this kind of shit. Um, street level, and yeah, I can see it becoming a solid part of the MCU in that area, like in, in the Daredevil Born Again that we're getting, um, you know, the Punisher yep, yep. show that we're going to get. Um, yeah, that was actually quite good. I'd give it, yeah. I'd probably give it a seven out of ten. I mean, so like, other than uh, other than that, they're the, they're the three new things that I watch, yeah. 
Um, everything else I watched in the hospital was was very old, which I've talked about before. But, but I yeah. mean, the, I guess uh, the question is, will we even get those things? Are they even going to make them? Like, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't wouldn't be surprising. I mean, from from my understanding, how things have gone with them, see, like a show that would have been something that people have been excited for, people didn't seem that. Super excited yeah, for it, yeah. and, and that's probably not, not that's not necessarily to do with the show. That's just because they don't trust the MCU anymore. No one's yeah, gonna. Yeah, hundred percent. I I was talking I was talking to a lot of people online in in one of the Marvel forums that I'm on. Um, yep. Again, because I was in hospital with nothing to do, and people just are not they, they're not watching it out of principle. Yeah, they don't care yep. how good the, yep. how good the trailer is. They don't care how. I've good heard, the, I've heard, the show I've heard is. a lot of people have done the yeah. same thing. They've taken. They're the just stance, like I'm like, done because I'm done. not watching any MCU stuff until they till they stop and we get a, a good. You know, we get a we get a good good MCU we, again, which we I don't. We're, fixed, yeah, fixing the MCU. It's got me really worried about the X Men because. Oh um, don't, yeah, don't, in, don't even in, get in, me started on that. Probably. No, but in the Marvels, obviously, spoiler alert: there is a cameo where at the end of the movie, Monica Rambeau's character gets mm-hmm. sucked into another multiverse, yep. and it's the X Men universe. So we've got we've got um Kelsey Grammer as Beast back again, oh, doing okay. some tests. In in the uh yeah, and you obviously it's in in the Xavier Mansion because you've got the big big yep. metal doors with the X and everything. Uh, that wasn't even enough to save it. Like that, that mm. probably to me gave it the point five of a star that I would have given it. Um, but they, again, they just they, there was no there was it didn't feel like a story. It just they kept jumping around between all three of them. Um, not once did I feel like I was part of a story like what I did with the the Infinity Saga. Um, and yeah, I spent most of the time on my tablet playing a game while I'm looking up every so often going, oh yeah, cool. Or, or yeah, you know. So, so how, yeah, many, no. how many times did you look at your phone? Uh, I don't think the scale's <laughs> big enough, Jamie. Um, I don't think no, the no, scale's the, the, big the, enough. The scale should be how many times did you not look at the phone to see the, watch the film? Like, there should if, be, if you want to, yeah. <laughs> it should be the opposite scale. Yeah, twice. twice. And that was oh. both, post, uh, that was in the post, that was once to check that it was over and two to watch the post credit scene with Beast and that was it. Yeah. But yeah, that did nothing, absolutely nothing. But yeah, guys, check out Ted. It is fantastic. Everyone who's listening mm. that's got binge or uh, watch it. it is, if you want to laugh, it's, 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 it's if you want to sit down and have a laugh, it's amazing. And um, before I forget, Chris, all of Reacher's out now, so you can watch it. Really? Yes. All of what, sorry? Reacher, season two. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, such yes. a good show. Alan Alan Richardson, I think <laughs> yep. his name is. Yep. That that man's got a that yep. man's good to look at. Pardon my pardon me, guys, but yeah, yeah, he does a really good Jack Reacher. Yeah, yeah. No, but you know, I I still maintain his greatest work is Blue Mountain State. Um, oh, I love Blue Mountain State. I haven't his, seen that in years. His his greatest work was 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 he his, in that? Yeah, he's the he's the linebacker. He's the the captain. Really? Yeah. Oh, I said it's been a long time. Since Dude, I love Blue Mountain State. That, okay. is, that is that is that's one of the funniest things ever. Um, but yeah, he plays he plays the linebacker uh, in Blue Mountain State. What's the, and like uh, yeah, Thad. He plays Thad. It's, oh wow! He was a he, pl- he plays the meathead so well, and it's like oh yeah. Uh, I don't know if you remember uh, Ryan, but way back when we had a an Aussie author on called Stephanie May. From Penrith. Yes, I remember Stephanie May. Yeah, she, she's in that movie. Really, she's in Blue yeah. Mountain State. I think actually maybe that's what made me watch it again back then because yeah. she mentioned something about that. Yeah, she's wow, like okay. a, she, she's a she's a waitress, so she's in the same scene as Alan. Um, 
Wow. And that would have been back when Blue Mountain State, because that black back early 2000s? Um, no, it's, no. It's, it's not. Denise Richards was still hot. Okay, so yeah, true, early two thousand. Like she was still like super like. Well, I'm just trying. To, I'm just shit. trying to think. It's like, around the same time he played Aquaman in. No, he was, old, he was older than that. So it's like okay, right. beyond, well past that. So, okay. uh, Blue Mountain State was about two thousand. Oh, so uh, it's got to be in the 2000. 2016. No shit! Wow. No, that okay. was when, that was when the movie came out. That was the oh, movie. Wow. Oh wait, so there was a TV then? series before it, was it? Yes, it was a TV series, and they did then because like they got cancelled. They did a movie. Oh, to they, sort of, like, they did they, the movie. They did a movie. Oh, uh, Rise of Fad. Okay, no, nah, well, uh, Blue Mountain State, twenty ten. Yeah, that, that, okay, that, that, so that's about right. Cool. So four hundred forty because he did Titans after Blue Mountain State. Yeah. Well, actually, speaking of speaking of Titans. One other thing I forgot to mention, uh, I checked out Monarch, the TV show on Apple TV about oh, yeah? the founding of the Monarch, uh, who look after Godzilla and Kong. Uh, this is where Kurt Russell and his actual son, Wyatt Russell, play the same character in two different eras. So oh, it's okay. a split era show. So back in World War II, a young Kurt Russell is played by his son. And it's actually really good. Um, that I, if you're a fan of the Godzilla uh, and Jamie, believe it or not, Godzilla appears more in this TV show than he did in the 2014 movie. That's not hard. But he's not in it that much, but he does. You, I actually timed it because, again, hospital <laughs> pain medication. Um, in the first four episodes, he did it more than he was the 2014 movie. Yeah. So, But, yeah, check that out if you're a fan. It's actually really good. I was very surprised. I, I'm more keen to see Godzilla minus one. Yeah, I oh, do. Seriously, I, I've been scrolling, scrolling my my sites. I want there's only a, there's only yeah. a cam version at the moment. I really want oh, to see. No, that. Don't you yeah. worry. It's gonna get no. a, it'll get a big release. And Jamie will buy the DVD. Like he, oh yeah, I will. Like, I can't oh. wait for Godzilla. Godzilla minus one. The rating, the reviews that it's getting. Yeah. Um, every single person I have spoken to said it's a it's a it's a nine out of ten, ten out of ten movie. So I cannot wait for it. That's one movie I've happily happily watch a foreign film mm-hmm. for that so i can't wait uh, that, that'll that'll be my second um foreign film purchase really what was the first yeah. one uh oh, the musketeers? Musketeers. two girls yeah. one cup yeah yeah musketeers and, but um <laughs> that's still classified as not foreign because it's in english but then there's this oh. old one i do you remember this old one chris probably 20 years ago brotherhood of the wolf or something like that mm. and it was french and it had that at the time that french guy that was <laughs> In in like, probably probably Gerard mm-hmm. Depardieu or something. Yeah, and I had he the was chick, in everything. I had the chick from the Matrix in it as well. Carrie Ann Fisher, I think. Carrie no, Ann. no, no, not Moss. Carrie Ann Moss or whatever. Moss. No, she, she was like French. Oh, okay. she she talks like this. She has a really raspy voice. Oh god. No, the only other foreign uh, foreign film I own is Train to Busan, and we all know how, how amazing that film is. <laughs> so. Another movie where you watch it and you don't feel like you're missing yeah. anything, even though it's Korean. 20, it 2000 to 2001? I remember we both watched it. Oh, yes. Uh, Vincent Cassel? Uh, yes. Oh, Vincent Cassel. Cassel, or C-A-S-S-E-L. Yeah. And Mo- Mo- Monica Bulici. Bulici. Bulici? Yes, the famous, mm. very, very famous, but how old is she? How old is she? Italian actress. Yeah. She's now 59. Oh, wow. wow. Time flies. 
Time flies. What a career. Look at that. What a career. Look at all those marriages. Yeah. That's a, um, that shows a successful woman. Yeah. But apparently way way back when when we watched it, you, you and I both loved it, Chris. I remember, but I, I, I honestly, I think I need to see it you, again. You, you remember watching it, but you don't remember anything about it. I literally don't remember <laughs> yeah. anything about it. So, but but, you I mean, put it, like the amount of stuff we watch, it's not hard to. It's not hard. About. It's not hard to like. Yeah. Like I remember, I've also seen, I also saw the movie that um, for James Gunn's wife, Zombie Strippers. But I can't remember much about that plot either. So like, well, that's zombie strippers. You, that, that's that, that's because you watch so many things with the word strippers in it. Yeah, I think I know that one. Um, it's uh, like a scout's guide to the apocalypse. No, that's a different it's got one. Zombie stripper, no, different, different one. This is a movie you know, called physically one. called Zombie Strippers. Oh, it's, it's actually called Zombie Strippers, yeah. mm. and it's James yeah. Gunn. Yeah, well, no, that's James wow. Gunn's wife. No, it. James Gunn's wife. Oh, okay, all right, my bad. Okay, so she was a stripper, obviously. That he's that, like, no, that's she was a that, zombie stripper, Chris. She was a zombie. She was a zombie stripper. There's correct. a difference. There's a difference. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think. I mean, like, are, are these strippers that turn into zombies, or are these are they strippers that get that are zombies? But no, from from memory, are, again, they, are they strippers <laughs> that are they zombies that wanted to get into the stripping to make a bit of extra yes. money? To pay no. So pay from my, law from my or... understanding, I, it's been a while. <laughs> Apparently, a zombie a zombie bites one of the the, the, the lead stripper ladies or whatever her name is. Oh, and okay. her stripping becomes better because she's more flexible Ooh. now because, like, she's got, like, you know, she's dead. And so then the guy, I think, gets his mind to turn <laughs> all of these strippers into zombies. And that and then that goes as well as that you'd think it would in terms of, you know, oh, being yeah. locked inside yeah, a strip I, I can't see anything going wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it goes as well as that you think it would being locked in a strip club with a bunch of zombies. So, yeah. Do, uh, you, do you think that idea came to fruition in, in a strip club? I would think that there were some white substances on tables and some directors talking about ideas. And yes, I do 100% believe that that's where it came about. Were they desperate for a movie idea that they just, you know? Or they were just desperate to get James Gunn's wife into no clothes. But she wasn't also, James Gunn's wife at the Not at the time. Oh, okay. Right. This, was, this, okay. Is, this is like, she was like super young or younger, you know, um... Then... A, a, a young gun. Thank you. I'm here all night. Uh, mm-hmm. That's all we've got time for this evening. Um, <laughs> Jamie, just, we, we wow. only have a one day. That is, that is, that is, honestly, part Jamie, that is one of the worst things you've ever said. Yeah. You like, know what? You... That, that, I, I, I'm going to go watch the Marvels again after that comment. Um, and, and yeah, Wow. No, well, Chris, you said the, the same thing every time I make a joke. So pick one. What's the worst one I've said? They're all bad. That's, that's pretty the, bad. That's, the, 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 yeah, that's all, pretty bad. They're all Dude, bad. I uh, I find that many people will uh, disagree. If you if you guys agree that this was the worst joke ever, send it an email to the true and the fictional at gmail. Yeah, I'm gonna create like fifty different email addresses just to get the point across. Yeah, I'll go. I'll get chat GPT up on this guy. I need you to create yeah, me multiple yeah, yeah. personas, and I'm gonna yeah. just, just spam that. Motherfucking thing. Yeah, that actually feels like it's worth my time. So, um, <laughs> I just, as I said, like I'm, I'm now, I'm now, you know, coherent. Twenty four hours a day, I'm not, I'm not drugged mm. up. So I could just say, yeah, mm. that, that's actually something I could get behind. Man, I tell you, thinking of getting behind people, getting behind. Oh well, but that joke's fine, <laughs> isn't it? 
Yeah, because it's me, and because don't, you don't make fun of my people. All right, I, I could. No, I'm joking. Oh, yeah. So, what do we have an actual topic of the show, or are we I just going to go to I've got, I've got a few. Things. Well, I was just going to let 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 it go where it goes. I know it's been a while. I've got, yeah, I've got a few things we can talk about. Jamie wants um, to talk about his important things because Jamie is an important man. Yes, I want to talk about. The Rock versus Roman Reigns that I'm going to have to miss out on, and it's in my own freaking country. But why? Why? Why are you going to miss out on that? Because I can't travel. Why not? Because I can't barely walk, Chris. I can't. I have, there's no way I'm going to try and get on a plane um, and, and get into a live, massive live event uh, this soon after coming out of hospital. Hmm. When is that anyway? When is it? Uh, 26th of February. You still got about. I, I've been told, I asked a question, and I've been told that I will not be ready by then, unfortunately. So I'm still Ryan, I'm still working on muscle build-up in my leg. So, that, Ryan, um, yes. Have you seen an old movie called Forrest Gump? Yeah, but I, my I'm legs won't sure. take me anywhere. No, 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 no. <laughs> Ryan, have you seen a movie called Real Steel? Oh, they told... Yeah. They told they told them that the real steel, but the bot was not could not beat Zeus the champion, but mm-hmm. did, what, what almost, happened? Well, also, also, it's, it's also all sold out anyway. So there's no even if I wanted to, but oh no, look, um, that sold out the second the tickets went on. Like this, like you, no, you it probably... sold out. No, it didn't actually. It sold out the second the Rock said came back uh, three weeks ago to War and said he wants to be the head of the table. Oh, so so his yes. acting career is finally over. So he's decided oh, right. to return yeah, to... I haven't seen I haven't seen him in and like I have given up. You know me, I used to be the guy who was defend him. The Rock's no, the Rock's movie. magic is long gone. That magic oh, is right. like Yeah, that, there's yeah, no that, more that, Tooth that. Fairy, there's and, no more And like I said, it, it has to come down to the fact that the Rock and Brendan Fraser can't exist at the same time. In the same, yeah, I'm gonna agree with that because even before I joined your podcast and we did another version after I joined the podcast of Putting the rock in movies to fix it. Yeah, uh, that you can't do that anymore. That's just no. not not well, feasible. You know, we're, we're gonna we're gonna have to do another one. We're gonna we're gonna do can Henry Cavill say like who, who who's oh, our repl- yeah. who's our replacement rock? No, Henry Cavill for sure. I think that's a really no. good Henry one. Cavill. Yeah, yeah. Because, uh, or um, Cat Graham. I'm assuming Cat Graham, Obviously, I can't see any, but I can only see Henry Cavill. Oh, there we Commander go. Commander Graham. Graham. Well, we'll we'll t- we'll tee up an episode about that at some time. Now, now should should we do the power a power couple? In movies, like let's say, mm. for example, Cat uh, Graham and Henry Cavill in so, Mr. So, and Mrs. Smith, for example. So, so, okay. so, 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 so Jamie, let me ask you a question. You're you're a man with a with a stunted emotional growth, correct? <laughs> I'd, sure, for argument's sake, sure. You know how you know, like, like to me, the money is there. The, the concept is so fucking obvious that I am surprised it hasn't been made yet. The concept is set in modern time about, you know, we start actually with the argument of the two couples between Henry Cavill and Cat Gray. There's a bit of disagreement. He's chasing after her. There's like, there's the, he, he, he stumbles upon the train track. We'll call it that. And then we pause there and then, that's the starting. And then we play back through all through history that these souls have been constantly reincarnated 
as star-crossed lovers and have always had something not quite work out. So we go through the, the love stories in ancient Greece. We go through the love stories in like the medieval times during the civil war and, 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 and we build it and, and it's this constant story about going the, that these two perfect humans that are made for each other, but fate just constantly intervenes. Henry Cavill category. This is an obvious series that would just would would. I would think be that's been so done. Well. I think that's been not done. to not, this degree. Not with not with <laughs> not with um Henry Cavill and Kate Graham. I think there's a Hugh Jackman movie. Oh, Kate and Kate and Leopold. That's no, no, that's different. no, no, no. This is this is like exactly how Chris describes. Like it's stories through. I know there's a Tom Hanks one as well. Okay. There's one. There's um, one similar, but I think with Henry Cavill and Cat Graham, it'd be better because you know they're they're yeah. No, but yeah. Well, that's that, that, that's what I'm getting. At. I just can't remember the movie. It was like because there's two ways to make money in a film: appeal to male. You know, it's about the demographics. So it, it, it's and the fountain. I would if if oh, if, the if, fountain, if, we were, if yes. we were appealing this series to a male audience, they would fight. They would at the end get together. But we're aiming for a female audience, so it's going to be tremendously sad and they never get together. That's the whole purpose of it. And so after all this, you realize that every single time, every single time the souls loop, they get closer and closer and that they're figuring it out each time they're looping through that that this is mm -hmm. happening. But there's always been something that, that prevents it, and it's always that he chases her after her after the fight, and it's and she doesn't all and she never real and she never comes back, and she never. But this time, she sees him fall upon the train track. She turns around and jumps down with him, and they both die at the same time again. And then you cut to a scene when it's said sometime in the future where these two people meet, and then it's not clear if they're gonna if that's the time. It's not clear if this is the one that's gonna loop it again. But you you, you do the same introduction every time they meet in terms of in different scenarios. Like, can I borrow your pen? But like this, you know, just can I have that? May I, may I doff that quill, my lady? And throw all the, the, the entire time. And he goes, I, and then he sits this. He sits down and goes, oh shit, I didn't bring my holo pad, and she hands it over. But this, and, and then you go like, maybe this time's different. But we never, we never, we never say if it is. That's so that's kind that's, of like the ending to the Dark Knight Rises, you know. Does Alfred actually see you don't Bruce know, and Selena? Not or, sure exactly. Okay. You yeah, don't. Look, you told me. I kind of want to see that movie now. Chris, uh, Chris, <laughs> Chris, Chris thinks a lot about this, but but uh, <laughs> do I want about, to? What, what, do what I want about, lots of films with category and biting her lower lip, looking seductively into the camera? Of course. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not you know, I, I am only human. <laughs> what about um, the proposal? With Ryan, got, uh, Ryan with, Reynolds and... But with Henry Cavill and oh, Graham. Oh, a remake. Okay. See, yes. that's that. No, this is what I'm doing. I'm do we're doing the rock thing, you know? So, like, so take, from what take... I can remember of that movie... I've never seen she it. Was like a, she was like a bitchy high-level executive. In a publishing company. That's how old it was that they yeah, were publishing and, companies. And I believe that it was he, he, I believe that they had to they had to pretend at some family yeah, so she was Canadian. Her visa was expiring. Yeah, that's right. That's and then right, like yeah, yeah. he was his assistant, and he was like, like he was like yeah. basically like a slave, and he wanted to get his book published, but she didn't yes. like she didn't want to publish it, even even though she knew it was amazing, and yeah. because she was like going, no, you're my. So then like he comes at the same time and goes, okay, fine, like blah, blah, blah. He was, just, he was like too good of an assistant. She yeah, didn't want yeah. to lose and it. Then they go, and then she's like going, okay, you know what, fine. And then they go, oh, you know, 
but yeah, we're going home to meet their parents this week. Aha, uh-huh, yeah, we're going to, and then go to Alaska. And then you find out that like that he's a super duper mega rich person, yeah. and like you know, and he, and, he, and like, he goes, "Do you guys are you rich?" He goes, "No, I'm not rich. My family's rich." And rich, she goes, yeah. "That's what rich people say." Yeah. <laughs> and like, and like, I like, I don't know. I, I think I think Ryan Reynolds makes that movie. To be honest with you, don't forget, Chris think, owns this movie. No, but I, you look, I probably <laughs> too, but I actually I actually think that this one, and as much as I love Henry Cavill, this yeah. one needs that comedic style of Ryan Reynolds. And yeah. I don't think I've seen many comedic sides from Henry Cavill. We can so teach Henry no. Cavill to be funny. Oh yeah, but yeah, I I'm you know me, Ryan Reynolds is like my second. So Okay. Um, okay. okay. I, I think he makes that movie. When Harry met Sally. Um. Yeah, I could see that. Okay, that's another. Yeah. Can, look. can you see? Can you see? Uh, Cat Graham as a Sally though. Can you see her in the middle of a coffee shop going, "Oh yes, yes, yes." Like that alone is worth price of admission. Like that's just like, that's exactly the, you know. <laughs> I mean, the name. Oh, what she's having? Actually, no, no, no. I want them in. You've got a remake of You've Got Mail. You've Got Mail. Well, there's a million because You've Got Mail is a remake of You've Got Mail. I know, but like a I new, was new say, remake. Like, what would it be though? What the mail? Because I don't think it to be email. I think it'd be like no, back, back to postal <gasps> service. No, we do a you've got mail, but like set in nineteenth century England, and so they have to physically send each other letters and correspondence that take yeah. weeks to get to each other. Chris, that's the original. Yes, but I wanted to. Oh, really? I, I, otherwise, yeah. it'd have to be called "You've Got DMs" or something like that. You know, <laughs> yeah. I've slid oh, into your DMs. Yeah. Oh, and then oh no, it says "seen." You know. Oh <laughs> no! Okay, okay, okay. Is that is that really, Jamie? Is that really the original? Oh, I'm hundred. There was a 1950s or 60s one. No, no. Um, I want to go further back. I want to go like going like. Oh, I wrote him a correspondence. He'll get back to me the next few mo- few months. <laughs> <laughs> oh, correspondence! Imagine that. Imagine writing a letter by hand. Imagine that. I can't even. Uh, like, we we it, used no. to do it all the time, Chris. Putting it into like yeah, an I envelope. Know, but I can't even remember that. Anymore. Buying a stamp. Because you know that's how you know someone like cares these days. If they bothered to do that, you'd be going buy a stamp. Yeah, like oh, you went out and bought a stamp to write a letter. You spent you spent two dollars or whatever they are now. But it's also it's also you took the time and effort to write a letter. Like that's yeah, just like, that's that'd just, be more. That would the... be, that's insane. Okay, and imagine so... imagine if it was like a dick pic. And you hand it to like you put it into your mailbox, and the and and then like the rider and the horse picks it up, and then like puts into his rucksack, and then just rides down the road like 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 uh, as he would. Yeah. Okay. So I can see it now. You've got mail goes back to 1937. Yes, I want to go back further. I want. I I wanted to. It's 1850s. It's a Hungarian play. No, no, no. Okay, we set it in the backdrop. Of the American War of Revolution. Yeah, oh, here we go. Civil War. I was waiting for the Southern draw to come in. <laughs> no, no, not so, no, no, not, not Southern. Uh, further back. Yeah. Even oh, the Revolution. Further. Revolutionary oh, okay. War. And yes, people would ask, so Chris, if we said it then, wouldn't technically Cat Graham be owned by Henry Cavill? And they're going, shut oh, up. Oh, no. like, hey, yeah. hey, hey, hey. No. Yeah. Bad, yes, bad, would. bad people. 
We're going Next to do again. We're Hollywood out. casting. We're going to be like going. That's eh, fine. Okay, rewriting history. So <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's fine. She's the one slave that's no, no, no. Ah, because we, she's no, because she'd have to be British because they did have freed people. For, they did have freed Af- African people in Britain, so she'd have to be British. He'd have to be American. We'd have to sort of switch it around <laughs> to make that work. Wow. Can, again, it's okay. possible. It's possible. Mm. It's all right for you to say that, Chris, because you're white anyway. So I'm white, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Right. Well, so we've gone to now. We've gone through through um, financial <laughs> advice, racism, um, <laughs> and uh, sending a dick. There's your title for the episode: sending a dick pic by the mail. I don't know. You're going to have fun picking a, a title. Back on, out of back, this on back on uh, Ryan Reynolds. Do you remember that time when he um. He said that his dad used to take photos, family photos, with the old school mm-hmm. camera, and then get them developed. And yeah. no, 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 no. I think it was digital. So he sent, he emailed them all the photos from the camera without checking them at all. Like it's just oh, wow. all the photos. And so, what's, what do you think Ryan Reynolds does? Ah, uh, something weird. He's like got a left testicle out or something. No, he takes a photo of his junk. Yeah. Without telling his dad. And just leaves it yeah. on there. And then his dad sent that to the whole family. Nice. <laughs> nice. Such a Ryan Reynolds thing to do. Yeah. And then and then he said that he's then from that day forward, his dad always checked the photos. Checked his photos. Yeah. yeah the only important <laughs> lesson was taught. But you know what's insane? Apparently, and I don't know, I've heard this. I'm not sure if it's true, but it does sound believable. That digital camera technology was could have been done a lot sooner, but Kodak had the technology and they didn't want to eat into their other businesses yeah, so they, they, just, they, they, sat on, so they sat on it and then another company could beat them to it and then the, then kind of doesn't exist anymore is it going like wow i think it's probably i think i believe i might be wrong but i think it was canon who actually came yeah, up with the first yeah. digital camera but so. that reminds me a lot of jamie bryden because okay jamie bryden would would doesn't like and he'd be like no yeah I, I can see him as the ceo of kodak going like no Getting your film developed and walking down to the thing is, is is fine. It's good enough for me. It was good enough for my dad, and it's good enough for the rest of the world. We don't need digital photos. Oh, what? Someone else released a camera. Oh, okay. I can see him doing that. that. I would contest that. Even okay, you know what? Even better. Here's what's going to happen. We're going to call this movie Kodak Moments. Oh, starring Henry Cavill as the CEO of as Mr. Kodak as Mr. Kodak and Cat Graham as the CEO of Canon. They have this now. She they go into a relationship, but she's like a super secret corp girl. So she goes into the Kodak offices to steal the digital camera technology. Uh Ah, digital espionage. Yes, she does that by by making Henry Cavill fall in love with her. And then, but then she gets really hesitant. Like, do I send? I like this. This. This is game changing. That'll destroy the company for the man I love. And so she gets really conflicted. But her her best friend, who's also a corporate climber, steals the technology from her and releases it to Canon. And then then Henry Cavill blames mm-hmm. blames Cat Graham. And then there's a mis- mm-hmm. huge misunderstanding until they until they realize, you know, and, and you know, her, and per you know per romantic storyline then she she gets so distraught she's going to leave the country and then some random janitor comes up to him and goes i was there on that night 
It wasn't her. It was her friend. And he goes, oh my God, I've made the biggest mistake of my life. So he has to run she down really the stairs. She really did love me. She yeah. loved me. Yeah. And then, you know, because, you know, actually, even better. Thank you, Ryan. She, <laughs> Henry Cavill thinks she believes the, te- the technology, but then she, he finds like that he's, you know, he's cleaning, like she puts it on the table. He knocks it off. He doesn't see it. Falls behind the desk. The cleaner finds it. He goes, oh, I found this parcel for you. He opens a parcel and it's like it's the it's a technology. Canon just happened to build their own technology, so that was just completely like coincidental. <laughs> so the, 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 he assumed. And then he reads it, goes, and she's that guy saying, I'm returning this to you. I like I know I've been wrong, but I I I couldn't destroy the, the company that your father built for you. I couldn't destroy your family legacy because I love you so much. And he, then he goes, I made the biggest mistake. And so he runs down the elevator staircase, like, you know, and then and then runs all the way to the to the airport. And it really depends on because it's a modern movie. I'll then charge a DLC for the ending on this one, just to like, <laughs> like just, just, just to see like which way do you want to go, and I'll put a vote on it to say like happy ending, sad ending. I, we'll I, release... thought, I, I thought you were just going to end it like the gray. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I do want I do want him to go explain to the airport security why he has to bypass like the the the, the like you know the TSA so, laws and then by, just joking. But no, by this stage, um, they'd probably have a lane for that. You know, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like romantic and romantic emergencies. He runs up to I the think, I, think, I think Family Guy did or the Simpsons did something like that. They're yeah. like, if you're here to save a romantic, if you're here to wrong a, rom- a, a wrong by romantic relationship, <laughs> QE. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then she'll get on the plane, it takes off, and then he goes, then you know. And then he's like, he falls to the ground. He because he, like, he he's on the he's on the tarmac. He falls to the ground and he starts crying. And then like you, you know, he starts, he thinks back to when he was a kid. And then his mother's voice goes into his head and he goes and he, he goes and, he, and again it's close your eyes, make the world small. Think you're an island. Just listen to my voice. And he puts his fist <laughs> on the ground and then the gravel starts to shake. Yeah. And then do it. And then he flies off as Superman and catches the plane to to to, to, yeah. to be with her. And he's been Superman that whole time. Yes. <laughs> or, Why not? Or, uh, or as the um the the, the other DLC ending, he puts yeah. his feet to the ground. You see the gravel. He flies up, and he's actually a Homelander. And flies oh, straight through the plane. <laughs> and flies straight through the plane. Oh, he's he murdered everyone on murdered everyone on board because of his love. His love's gone oh. down the toilet. Oh, <laughs> I love it. Love it. But third option. <laughs> he goes, <clears throat> and then his horse appears. But is it a flying horse? No. Or no. It, a, the horse is going to get him. Is the horse is going to get him to the, the to the plane? Oh, fast travel! I get it. Yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah, well, yeah, it could yeah, be yeah. fast travel. I'm, I mean, so that you know, galloping down the runway. And then on James' mind, she gets down and he says and goes, "I wronged you. I understand that. I know that we should be together." And then she goes, she puts her cards down, and goes. Gwent. Gwent. Gotta play a game of Gwent. I would like to think they would just go in for that kiss just before the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah just so they're, just, they're just about quick and he's like, put the cards up in between a lip. Gwent. Yeah. Gwent. Mm. You know what? Uh, I, I would you know what's annoying to me about just general movies and things. They like where's my live action Yu-Gi-Oh? I would yeah, like, I would fucking love to see a live action Yu-Gi-Oh because there's nothing more suspenseful like when you like I loved that show as a kid 
Imagine that in real time, you know, you're going, I place two cards face down and end my turn. Like, it's, it's, it's iconic. It's classic. It's, it's, I mean, did you watch a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh when you were young, Jamie? No, probably not. You, no. I, I, I remember it. I remember it being card-based, but I don't think I watched enough now, to classify myself now, as, Chris, a, as an avid watcher. Hmm? Would, would you get the people that make the Queen's Gambit do Yu-Gi-Oh? Ooh. No, because Yu-Gi-Oh is weird. I need the right level of weirdness to like I think James Gunn could make a great Yu-Gi-Oh film. That'd be the right level of weirdness I'd need, I think. I think because it's a it's a weird concept of magical cards fighting with monsters and ancient pharaohs. Mm-hmm. And he's got a split personality with you know, because of the millennium millennium heart puzzle. And because it was a children's cartoon series, there was always ad breaks, right? So it was they accepted those ad breaks. So like they'd be like going he goes, I put two cards face down and end my turn. The month, then they go like, I'm going to check with my monster. And then he'd be like, oh no, then ad break. And then he goes, <laughs> right after the ad break, he'd be like, ha, right into my trap. It's like, why did you say, oh no? It's like, you just wanted a suspenseful moment just before the ad break, you yeah. dicks. Like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> but every single time, he'd be like going, oh no. Yeah, and then like, yeah. ad break ends. And he's like going, ha ha. <laughs> oh, oh, love you. I miss morning TV show with that. I do. I love the like, like and but to, and Dragon Ball. Who doesn't remember a good oh, Dragon Ball yeah, scene? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. To yeah. me, the pinnacle of TV series was Goku Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. It's still the greatest moment of that that you'll ever see in like. And Jamie doesn't understand this because he doesn't understand good concepts or television. But <laughs> watching the 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 Frieza saga was is still the greatest saga of any television mm-hmm. I've ever watched, where he's fighting Frieza. Everyone's getting their complete asses kicked by Frieza, like death thing. Mm-hmm. And then because he kills his friends, he gets so mad. And he did there's a, there's a, the first time he goes Super Saiyan, where he's like going, "I will not let you anymore. I won't like." Mm-hmm. And then and then you, we watch him when you watch him fight Frieza at first after you know Super Saiyan, it's insane. He like you because you, you, you just watch sixty episodes of their entire team get their butt kicked, and Frieza constantly just knocking off of their nothing. They're going, "Oh." I'm not gonna unlock my full power, and then you're going. Well, you you can't do anything. That's he's too powerful. He's too powerful, and then like they're fighting Frieza, and he's and he's like, and she goes like, "Why can't I hit you?" And Goku's like, "You didn't say please." And then she fires yeah, the energy yeah, attack yeah. at him, and he goes, "Please!" And he just hits his face. He just goes like, he just turns his head slightly, and then brushes it off. It's like going, "Oh, boss mode, there." That's why mm. every single male when they watch Dragon Ball Z go, yes, I identify as Goku. That and and that, I, I watched. <laughs> I recently watched. I recently watched um on YouTube when I was in hospital. Mm. Um, the they, they there's a clip on YouTube where it's got all of Goku's Super Saiyan transformation. Yep. and it did start with the, that. The very first that, one. It's classic. And it's it's iconic. Like, I'm a I'm almost 42 years old, and I was sitting in the hospital bed going, yeah, and I remember watching that when I was 12 years old, and then watching it 30 yeah. years later, and I just done the same thing. Yep. Look, um, no, no, valid points there, Chris, but 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 to be honest, let's let's all agree when it comes to Dragon Ball Z, that the best arc is the uh, oh saga, sorry, is the Prison Planet saga. Uh, I was waiting for that. I was waiting for that. <laughs> oh, oh. There isn't I, prison plant sagas in Dragon Ball Z, Jamie. Yeah, I just googled Dragon Ball Z prison arc, <laughs> and it, it took me to this page. that says Prison Planet Saga. I don't. Rem- I don't recall that. And one. it says it is the third original saga in Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball uh, or Dragon Ball Z? 
It says Dragon Ball Heroes. Let me just Google that because I don't recall. No, it's taking me to a, a Dragon Ball wiki page. Crimson Planet Saga. <laughs> Interesting. I was just trying to be a smartass. I'm going to like. <laughs> Interesting. I don't think I've ever seen this one. <laughs> for for good reason, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, look, it's, yeah. I know about as much as you. <laughs> Oh, there you go. There is a there is a Prison Planet saga. I think there's. And I have not. I have not seen the Prison Planet saga. You wouldn't make it through it. I probably would not make it. I probably you know you're probably right. I probably would not make it. <laughs> I probably would not. I probably not would not make it through it. Uh, I wonder if it's actually original. I wonder if it's actually original by creator or it's one of those the spin-off universes that like isn't endorsed by the creator. Well, it says it's the third original saga. Oh no, they've got Ultra Instinct, that's yeah, it's original. Interesting. Well, I might have to avoid that. <laughs> oh, is this gonna be the prison arc that finally gets you to watch prison arcs? I doubt it. Um Okay, but it, like here's okay, here and here's why it's not real like so it's called the prison planet, but here's not why it's not a prison planet. Someone one of their one of their teammates is on a on a planet. So they go there to free him by fighting a thousand battles. That's not that's not the same prison planet. That's not the, that's not the prison scenarios that you guys like. It's a very different. That's a very different. Oh, okay, technicality, you know. Technicality. But, so this is just this just happens to be a planet called prison planet, but it's not a prison. Well, no, the prison planet is, is how they can escape the prison and slowly boring dragging out the story. This one is they're going to go there and beat up a whole bunch of people and, and escape. Oh, so it. like they're going to to a prison. And... Yes, yes, yeah. different, yeah. different, very different concept. Because oh, okay. I don't think you could put Goku in a prison. I don't think that would. What prison can like? Okay, to the point where he is in Dragon, like in the Dragon Ball series, in in Dragon Ball, like like Super, he's so powerful he fights gods. What 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 planet? What prison? What 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 person could handcuff Goku and go? You're going to prison, young man. <laughs> like going like. So what you're saying is it'll pretty much have to be Man of Steel, where they put handcuffs on Superman. Basically, like, yeah. W- willingly, where willingly, he have to willingly go there to prison, <laughs> like by his own by his own free will. Correct? And at any point, he could just go bye bye. <laughs> He has a special ability called instant transmission where he can teleport himself across the to any point across the galaxy. So he could just generally he could just leave whenever he wanted yeah. to. Like yeah. that's just... <laughs> anyway. Oh well, this has been fun. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's funny. That's funny. Uh look before we before we wrap up, I I need to tr- uh, touch on this. It's not an official correcting IGN, but it's it's something that's. I just, it just weirds me out. It makes no sense to me that IGN always do this explaining, ending explained, you know? Okay. Ah, uh, yeah, they do, yeah. And it's just like... it's almost why, a, why can't we just interpret it for ourselves? No, like, but like half the time it doesn't need explaining. Yeah. It's like I, I can understand maybe, you know, if you want to try and explain the end of that weird Leonardo DiCaprio movie with the spinning... Inception, you know, sure. You're gonna take yeah. a stab at end. Yeah, I get that, but when it's like, like you know, like um, end game, you know, the end explained, you know, oh fuck, it's like I swear they've probably done that. Um, but the la- the latest one that pulled up uh, was that Re- Rebel Moon one, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I quickly 
breeze through it just to get to a, a paragraph. Yeah, okay. So this is how they this is how they sum up the ending to the first Rebel Moon. Uh spoilers alert or whatever. But um it says they're basically describing the scene, the last shot. They're going, We close we close on Jimmy hanging out in a field wearing antlers on his cute robot noggin. We'll probably hear more about whatever that's about in part two. <laughs> like how is how is that an article? Like, no, that's the last. Okay, that's just the last paragraph. Like, oh, they're going, okay. like, so they're describing, but the fact that they're going, like, they're not even trying to explain it. They're going, oh, we'll probably find out what that means later. Wait, so that's just basically <laughs> here's my summary of the last scene of the movie. Like, that's yeah, and like, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It's like I, I would understand article. why they look. There are some. There are some. Like, I understand why they write those certain articles where they where they go like. You know, where it'd be like attack on Titan. What, what does the ending mean? The ending means because humans have a cyclical nature that we're doomed yeah. to repeat. That we're, we're doomed to repeat the mm. same thing over and over again. I understand why mm. they like that's that's an interesting article because, because you know some people are, yeah. yeah some people don't get that. But that what the fuck? <laughs> like it's it's the most stupid. It's almost as stupid as how to watch Jurassic Park in order. Like, Maybe because they've labelled them with numbers <laughs> um, and uh, conveniently, like some sort of sequenced, some sort of sequenced yeah. event that you yeah. might. Oh my god, my brain hurts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh. I wonder. I wonder if they've done. You know, how to watch the original Spider-Man trilogy? <laughs> no. What, what's the What's the correct order to watch Back to the Future? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Start with number three, obviously, because that's where you. <laughs> well, that's yeah. That's further back in time, you know. Um, look at that. Wow. I know it hurts your brain, doesn't it? It does. It really did. Oh, oh my gosh. They what? did it. They did Avengers Endgame ending explained. Oh. There was nothing to explain on that ending. It ended like exactly as it, like, oh yeah. my God. They're just describing what happened. Oh. Oh, that hurts so bad. That hurts so bad. I'm gonna just for poops and giggles. I'm going to see if they're as dumb as we think they are. No, they don't. They 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 haven't done an article on how to watch Back to the Future, Chris. Like again, I I don't <laughs> think they're that. I, again, I don't think they're that stupid. <laughs> well, they that's, probably don't even know. That... <laughs> they probably have never seen the movie. Because again, I do like again. It's I, it's a it's the theory, but I do like the theory that. Doc wasn't there the first time Marty dropped off. No, the, well, no, that, that's, that's cool. That's cool. I, I, <laughs> like I guarantee you that that's not what they thought. No, no, no. Then, but but they, they didn't think that too much in depth. But he just sort of yeah. jumps off the building and just hey, expects Docs to be there. Like I'm, I'm, um, yeah, no. Look, it fits, and I'm a fan of anything that if you can make something fit. Yeah. Like I mean, as beautiful, well, let's just say, uh, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. Mm-hmm. is a masterpiece because they've taken history and they've slotted all this stuff into it and it fits perfectly. Yeah. And yet they're not remaking the three wise men from this. I think that's because it's a bit obscure, that one. Um, Why? Three, three wise men fighting demons. Like No, but what? no, I mean, like the book was way, way obscure and it's... Yeah, you know, but... Okay. Um, and he probably, you know, didn't want to offend everyone, you know? <laughs> like Christians do uh, get offended by... Yeah. Um. If you if you use their if you use their you know religion and, and it's not hundred percent perfect, 
yeah, they could also, but they also make films about other people's religions and just take different things from their culture and be like, going, it doesn't matter. It's like, going, yeah, so you, one or the other, buddies. One, why, can't, one's why, the can't, other. why can't we all just get along, Chris? I know, um, I know. <laughs> but I think it's, it's, it's funny as they're going, yeah. I don't know, you, you're depicting my religion wrong. Here's my story about Greek gods and stuff, and I, I don't care about the, I'm just using with this again. Yeah. So, so that's fine for you guys to do that. But when people do it to you, you go, you go like, that's not fair. You can't do that. It's like going, or <laughs> you're making fiction basing on something reality. It could be with like, it's just, it's just fiction. Calm down. Mm. Like, yeah. Which is the more, Logical approach, but apparently no. But but you know, but you know, like if someone comes along and makes Ted Lasso and it's not accurate, accurate, even though it's fiction, Chris goes. Okay, but no. Okay, let me no. Okay, you okay? So you cannot (laughs) just take an English football side who has spent their entire football lives playing one style of football, which is. Again, it would be very what the Americans play, which is the, the like direct I'm sorry, Ryan. football. And you cannot just say like, I know I've never coached it in my entire life. My coaching staff have never coached it in the entire My players have never done this. Let's do total football. Let's convert our entire <laughs> philosophy of football to the 19s, to the Dutch style of football, which then birthed the Spanish style tiki-taka, the infamous <laughs> Pep Guardiola style of football, which again... Took him years to perfect and implement. And then you go, the guy's like, oh, I know. I just, you play through me, not to me. I'm the false nine. Yeah. That is the, that is just some, some American producers heard the concept before and goes, oh, yeah. It's like, but in that universe, Jamie Tart yeah. was a what? He was a pure nine. He was a nine. He was a pure striker, which basically he was a goal-scoring pure striker. You do, you could not. You can't, again, he's not Lionel Messi. He's not Suarez. He's not Neymar. You can't be like going. You're also going to be a false nine, a distributor of the ball. No, that is not how the king game works. Jamie Tart could not play that position. He would. He again, if, they, if it was accurate, he'd say no. You would have what's that guy? The footballer's life. What's his name? What's the guy's name? The, the guy who's like Danny, Ro- Danny, Danny um, Rojas. Rojas. Yeah. See, Danny Rojas playing in the false nine, and then having Jamie Tart on the wing. Then when Jamie Tart won the ball, he would come in center, pushing Rojas back up to the traditional nine position. Then yes, that would then make sense on how you anyway. Whatever. I'm just saying, like dumbest Chris? thing ever. Chris? The fact that they won the Premier League in that Chris? series is also stupid because, again, that's not how the sport two, works. But two, again, two, two words. Mm-hmm. It's fiction. It's fiction, but they're <laughs> but again, it's it's one thing to say I'm creating a universe with gods and things. They're saying I'm going, I'm creating a show about football. But come on, like it, 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 to, how do you to know tell us, how do you know there's not gods in it? <laughs> <laughs> Just because they're not there, they could be off screen <laughs> behind the camera but again. It's disrespect. Fiction. It's it's again. It's it's Americans disrespecting the game, and I and it, it's a, it's it. And I will never see anything other than that. It's again. It's could they have taken the time to bother to learn about the thing and learn actually how the EPL works? They could have, but no, they've got a story to tell. Let's just let me just let me tell my story and and, and show absolute no respect to the 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 vast complexities of the epl so in in summary story is 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 not important at all accuracy is story is important but if you're going to base it upon something 
at least do some rudimentary research into it. Well, it's a fictional world. And I'm just a fictional girl. (laughs) (laughs) You knew that would set me off. I 100% knew that it set you off. You knew that would set me off. Oh, it's beautiful. You knew that would, again, because again, that's, again, I, I just can't, that show just, <sighs> Again, <that's... laughs> it's oh, all right, Chris. It's over now. It's all. It's over. I know. Look, look. Again, if that's how Americans want to think, I know. I know they're trying to promote. I know it's it's good for Americans in their soccer to be like going, "Oh wow, maybe we could win the EPL." And then it's like, "You guys are just, maybe we could win." You guys are so ugh. okay. Like, anyway, all good. <laughs> that's the that's the sound part. That's the sound part. <laughs> <laughs> Ah. Dumb scene, dumb show. Right. Uh, yeah, let's let's just change our entire football philosophy, and then like again, like 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 let's let's do quick passes. How hard is that to train? I don't know. Maybe let's ask Barcelona players who go through the academy when they're twelve until they're until they're an adult to practice that passing style. Let's just let's just. Again, within a weekend, do the same concept and, and, and easily learn it. It's like going, why do they have the Le Mans Academy if they can just learn that over the weekend then? Why is it? Uh, what, like, oh, apparently, it's so easy. But anyway, sorry. But anyway. Ryan, do you have any happy thoughts to end on? Any, <laughs> any no, right now, I'm tired. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very I mean, tired. How, how are you going to spend the, the rest of the evening, Ryan? Me, I'm going to finish off. I'm currently playing Resident Evil Revelation 2. I'm going to finish that probably for about an hour until my pain meds knock me the fuck out. And then I'm going to sleep. But um, currently, I'm actually going to be watching Wonka tomorrow. I've got a copy of that. So mm. interested uh, to see how yes. that Willy how Wanker. that actually, like with, with the first movie where they're not casting little people as Oompa Loompas. So... No. Oh, thank you, yeah, Peter Dinklage. Well done. Well done. It'll, 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 it'll be an interesting. Also, I did get a um a good historical movie, uh, which I'm going to check out tomorrow called The Boys in the Boat. Um, so it's, it's based around um Boys in a Boat uh, college college rowing. It's like uh, where is it? The triumphant underdog story of the University of Washington men's rowing team, who stunned the world by winning gold at the 1936 Berlin Olympics. I uh, got Joel Edgerton in it, oh. uh, and directed by George Clooney. So I'm keen to give. I, I like those kind of stories, like you know, mm-hmm. underdogs. George like Clooney the yeah, tipping his hat into the directorial world, is he? Yeah, yeah he, I haven't seen. Haven't he done a few films that I've watched and um, haven't got any real complaints? He's pretty, pretty, pretty on the spot. So it but looks interesting. Chris won't like it because they wrote forwards in it. <laughs> Well, it's what it said in 1936, maybe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I get it. All right. On that note, <laughs> thank you guys for listening. Uh, as always, uh, if you have anything, any com- comments, any thoughts, any complaints, <laughs> send it to the true of the fictional. You remember the Australian rower that just quit during the Olympics when she was rowing <laughs> and she fainted? Like all her teammates got like so mad at her. <laughs> I don't. I um. I there was I remember, an Olympic event, and there was like there was like the team rowing, and they're rowing backwards, and then like one Australian apparently an Australian team, like like they'll, 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 I think they'll favourite or something, and she just like fainted because like she got exhausted or something, and, she, and so because of that they they lost, and like 
all the roles are screaming at her, like abusing her and going, hey. And then I heard an Australian comedian say the best thing ever. He goes, of all the roles in there, she's the most Australian. Because how often do we do tasks and go, ah, oh, fuck it, then stop and walk away? Like, going like, <laughs> it's like, so she, 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 did that, she just did that on the Olympic level. That's different. <laughs> well, no, my favorite Australian achievement is is the, I think it was like the an ice skating race or something. And yeah, yeah, Stephen, Stephen Bradbury. Bradbury. Stephen Bradbury, yeah. when everyone else fell Stephen over. Stephen Bradbury. Yeah, we were coming dead last. Everyone fell over and we came first. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> ah, the Good Australian way of winning. By default. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. But anyway. at the end of the day, he still got the he still got the medal. Hey, so. Still got the medal. Yes, still counts. Wins a um, win, mate. A wins yeah. a win. <laughs> so, guys, so, <laughs> if you like, I was saying before, if you were, if you want to reach out, the true and fictional gmail Check us out on Instagram stories underscore podcasts. Uh, before I forget. This episode is sponsored by Rebecca Castles of the Rising Dawn <laughs> oh, series. Yeah. I did put it, there, there is an ad that I put at the front, but it's always good to mention it uh, twice. Yes. We are going to reach out to you, Rebecca Castles, soon to get your husband, Neil, on for some Star Wars talk. Neil um, before Zod. <laughs> oh my God, yes. that's, gonna be, that's the episode name. I don't care about anything uh, yeah. else on the podcast. It's going to be Neil, spelled like his name, like Neil, before yes. Zod. Yes. Uh, okay, yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll do that. Yeah, we'll do that. But um, also, I uh, want to give a shout out to Jack Roney who had me on his podcast uh, last week. Uh, great, great chat there. Chris Park got a shout out. Ryan got a shout out. Um, and uh, yeah, they love our show. And uh, we have to have a uh, Jack Roney's co-host. Harry Colfer wants to come in the podcast too for a chat. So me and Ryan will <laughs> do that one. You guys do that one. I might offend. I, again, remember the, the no. rules are a couple of times with you guys before I'm unleashed upon the guests. This is yes, the rule. That's, that's, that's <laughs> usually the way. Just generally yeah. screen them out. Yes. Just, <laughs> just see. <laughs> yes, they've got to pass. They've got to pass the test. Uh. Oh, no, I just don't want to, to ta- completely tank your audience with your guests. I don't want to like, yes. go in there and like, like, like you, got, you got this like, like, Oxford professor of books, and I go and go. Cool. So, incest with cousins. What do we think? Like, are we like? What's the rules on that? Like, like well, I just wanted to tank your entire like. You know. Yeah, but Chris, you haven't mentioned incest in about a year and a half. It's not funny anymore because it's too mainstream now. Like, it's just oh, like it's now it's yeah. pooping politicians, right? Yeah, no, no, yeah. So we're back on to so pooping politicians uh, is, is where we're at now. Yeah. Um, and you know, but then that then that, that but you know what? Even with that. People are dropping horsemen you're on, on government steps now. So that's 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 mainstream as well. So that we have to find yeah. something else now. Like, like that's yeah. just now mainstream. So yeah. watch this space. Watch art this art space. imitating life, as they yes. say. Art imitating life. Chris Park influencing the world. Influencing the world. <laughs> but remember, <laughs> as those local politicians say, horse manure is empty calories. What we're after is that rich, juicy, creamy dog feces please as your local government members ensure that you put it in a bag label it and place it upon our doorstops thank you and good night